0: Hey guys! So I'm excited to share with you the next bigger than me change maker podcast. I've had an awesome chat with Warren ferrer the foundation executive for the Dumal Foundation, and they're doing some awesome work within the early childhood development sector and food security sector. I'm really excited to share this with you, and I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, here's my chat with Warren. Enjoy.
1: Warren, hi, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Good. Thanks so much for, um, for taking the time to, to chat with me today.
1: No worries at all.
0: Um, Warren, so you guys have been doing, I've been watching what the Do More Foundation has been doing for, for a little while. And um, you've been doing incredible work, um, obviously in the fields of early childhood development center um, and specifically focused around um, childhood development and, and helping children and um, sort of being able to uh, give them all the opportunities that that they can so that they don't necessarily get left behind but but maybe you just want to give us a little bit of an overview of what what exactly the Do mores uh, foundation's mission is
1: mm-hmm. sure um so we kind of quite unique in terms of uh, other foundations out there because we we link to a big food producer okay so the foundation i mean the amazing thing about the foundation is that it was only uh, founded three and a half years ago so we we are we are relatively new um and and we have a really small team of people um, and it was founded back then uh, on the basis that um we pre the foundation we operated as a corporate social investment arm of rcl foods and we realised that we were inhibited by the funding. Well, not inhibited, but we, we needed more funding than we got just from from uh, from RCL Foods as a corporate social investment arm. And we needed to partner and collaborate in a much bigger way. And so the foundation was set up. And when it was set up, we 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 looked at what are the issues in our country? Where are the uh, you know the continual uh, intergenerational poverty issues and and, and we, we, we looked at the early childhood development as an area that seriously needed support and where we could work in a very collaborative partnership way because that's the success of, our, of how we operate, but work in a very collaborative partnership way in communities affecting um, young children and positively affecting young children. Um, and so, I mean, you, your listeners and you you will know of, of all the issues within young children. I mean, you know, uh, 90, I mean, I didn't know this when I was kind of getting into the space right before. Um, I understand I'm, I've been in the corporate social investment arm for over 10 years and, and prior to that in marketing. So, you know, my, my expertise are not embedded in in early childhood development, but when we of got into the early childhood development space and um, realized that 90 percent of brain growth takes place before the age of five now i was fortunate enough to go to like varsity and all that kind of stuff and i always thought well okay that's where i got my like that's where you get your kind sure. of knowledge yeah. intelligence but it's so wrong you know so it's it's in those early early years and and the issue is is that so many of our children don't have those opportunities in the early years. So statistically in our country, 27, they, they talk about 27% of our children in our country are stunted, which means that a third, nearly, nearly a third of our children will never reach their potential because stunting means that it's, it's not, it's not the physical stunting of the child. So if a child is stunted, it is physically stunted. It's, it's shorter but that's not the issue. The issue is the cognitive stunting of our children. And so, so sadly in our country, nearly, nearly a third of our children will not reach their potential because the right things are not in place for when they are small. And so early childhood development is a critical area um, in our country. Um, And when you, and when you look at things like government spending in, ter- in certain sectors uh if you look at you know secondary school education tertiary school education you look at early childhood development it's a tiny slither of what government spends their money on and actually it's the most critical yeah. part of human development so so we as a foundation um have have got community projects um focused on early childhood development so for instance in in um in, in Pumalanga, we have an MOU with the Department of Education, Social Development um, and Health. And we are trying to implement the national ECD policy for real children in a real community because essentially government, our, our government has amazing policies. The problem is, is the implementation of them. So what we are trying to do is implement it for real children in a, in a very geographically defined community. Um, and make that a reality. And that's been going on for quite some time. We're having, quite su- we, we're having success in that space and we are trying to now expand from the wards that we're working, we're trying to expand into other wards. So that's the kind of work that we, we, we do. Um, and we, we are a quite a, we are obviously linked to RCL Foods and, and RCL Foods is one of the biggest food companies in South Africa. And we have, a, we have a big production facility in, in that area. And so we are able to influence, we are able to use that influential power that we have linked to our founder in order to change things. So whether it's working with the municipality, whether it's working uh, with other uh, companies, um, we, we are able to, to make an impact and use that ability to collaborate and power. In Worcester, we, are doing something slightly different but again focused on young children and there we have co-created a vision for an entire town and we've done that because again our founder is a big uh, business partner in Worcester, it's probably one of the biggest uh, businesses in Worcester and therefore we are able to get the attention of things like the municipality, local governments, etc. And there, we're working with various stakeholders, so we're working with the ECD forums, and you interviewed some of the ECD practitioners, so the ECD forums, we're working with the municipality, we're working with local businesses, we're working with the churches, faith-based organizations, etc., in order to together come and, and change things for young children in that space. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we've got another project in Hammersdale and that's, uh, that's started as food gardens and went to community gardens and they've now got business contracts. We've got uh, enterprise development work in that space and um, enterprise development work in that space. Again, everything that we do as a foundation is tries to support young children. So that's really, a, 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 in, a, in a nutshell, what we do. And, and we, we, we frame it as um creating better tomorrows for the young children of south africa that's our vision creating tomorrows for the young children of south africa
0: yeah yeah i mean that's you know from what i've what i've seen and obviously you know last year towards the end of the last year we went and visited some of those um you know some of the early childhood development centers um and we chatted to some of the ladies there that are just phenomenal and completely blown away about about, you know, the work that they're doing and how much they care and, and it's, and it's a very, it's a very similar sort of story that I've seen where you get one of these women in these communities very strong, very strong in the community, and she's taken it up upon herself to do something about helping the children in their community, because they literally um, are destitute, you know, and, and are are on the streets or whatever. And, and, Mm. And there are these incredibly strong women that are that are doing such great work despite all the challenges that they're having, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And and it was it was bad before COVID kind of came into came into the picture, and now it's now it's even worse. I mean, so can you just sort of let us know? And that's what we wanted to try and portray when when we went and um, chatted to them. Um, yes. But can you sort of let us know? sort of firsthand how that's had an effect in terms of the work you're doing and and obviously the focus and how you've had to sort of tweak what you're doing or or, or, Mm. you know level up in terms of what you've been been doing in from a support point of view
1: yeah so i mean covid has been devastating um for our country and it really irritates me sometimes when i speak to people and they go like oh my god no covid has been amazing and we are now working from home and it's a bit changing lifestyle i'm like Mm. No idea of the the crisis that the most impoverished in our country find themselves in, and when COVID hit us um, way back in in March last year, last year, we realized that as a foundation focused on young children, and part of our support to young children is food into the ECD centers, um, and we we realized that majority, actually, no, not majority, but all of the children, were not going to access that food that we know is often an incentive for children to actually go to school. Go to school, so, yeah. So. Fill yeah, of the day we, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and and so realizing that we were like, we gotta get food to children. Mm. And so immediately we said, right, how do we get food to children? Well, we, okay, yes, we linked to a big foods company uh, we can get food. Um, and, and and we were very fortunate that we get food at cost. What we did is we uh, came up with a Do More porridge, which is actually, um, it's it's a, a fortified sorghum-based porridge. So, okay, so now we got the product, but how do we fund this thing? So we, we, we set up a, a massive funding campaign. And again, we we were very fortunate in being able to use the partners, uh, leverage the support that we already have and connections that we have in order to make this happen. And what I mean by that is we contacted our advertising agencies linked to some of our brands to say, we need to get awareness out there. How do we do that? So they were like, well, TV ads, billboards, radio commercials okay so that's cool but that costs a lot of money and they were like well we will do it pro bono for you so we ended up creating these tv ads etc all these social media campaigns in order to create awareness then um obviously we we we, we try to you know we we spoke to funders etc and it, it it was amazing these these people that came together in order to help us do that and and what i found what, it, what was interesting for me Is that i think we were in a very unique position to other organizations out there so there are lots of organizations distributing food but not all of them actually manufacture their own food get Mm -hmm. their own food big suppliers in across south africa that can leverage things like media and all that kind of stuff so we're exceptionally fortunate to be able to do that but just coming back to the issue the issue what we what we realized is that yeah some of the young children that we were providing food to, we're not accessing it. But what is even more critical, as COVID and lockdown continued, is the number of people that found themselves unemployed without work. And so we were trying to get now, trying to get food to our young children, but realizing that actually, this is not no longer just the young children that aren't accessing food. Actually, whole families were starving. the situation you know so so we really stepped up as as an organization to try and to try and help particularly young children but also their families and so we provided I think was eight and a half million meals um, during COVID during the COVID time um, from March through to the end of the year and and we will continue to do that over the coming campaigns and we we did some amazing you know it, it it's a continual work around publicity, awareness. Um, and we will continue to do that work for the next two years. Um, we have a, a massive feeding program for the next two years. Um, and we, we we need to obviously, here you know, I was having a conversation this morning about how do we fund this thing? You know, we're gonna, mm-hmm. that's not good enough. Um, you know, in 2021, we, we need to build on what we've done. So um, I'm letting you, just know about some some work that we planning and we actually doing right now is we're actually that that work that we did last year that feeding is great Mm. and absolutely necessary and and we will continue to do it but it's not good enough it's not good enough because the the issues within our country around obesity non communicable diseases and diabetes continue. And yes, we can provide food and we'll, we'll alleviate the hunger situation right now, but where is the sustainability in that? Where is the long-term, where, how would change behavior? How are we gonna help parents, caregivers, households change behavior and alleviate some of those long-term issues in our country? And so we are working with um, some experts in the space around nutrition, hygiene, um, early childhood development, to put together a program that can engage in a very empowering way parents and caregivers so what I mean by that is parents and caregivers will still come to the ECD organization. We will give the ECD organization and the children at the Center food, but the parents and caregivers will also give them food, however, we want to use that as an opportunity to engage those parents to empower them around certain knowledge skills um around how to change things over time you know um we we need to talk to these uh parents and caregivers about the need to buy whole foods the, the need to grow foods mm-hmm. um and all those kinds of issues that we're going to start to have those conversations around and so that's a lot of the work that we're going to be doing in this in this coming year it's it's about it's about stepping up you know again it's like how many organizations out there have the ability to do what we you know we uh, we can what we can do um and it's no one's saying to us you need to do more um for goodness sake the, the you know we're going to put millions of meals out again this year and that's that's good enough yeah for us it's 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 not um, yeah well i mean i think
0: i think you know, putting out the millions of meals every year, from what you're saying, is is kind of like putting putting the plaster over over the wounds. You know what actually, I mean? So yeah. you, you know what I mean. But you need to get you need to get to the crux of the of, of the problem and the issue. And and how are yeah. you going to solve that? So it's it's you know you're kind of just dealing with the injury at the moment, but you need to actually um, find find a solution. You know, um, awesome, yeah. and you know one of one of the one of the sort of constant themes that you're you sort of chatting about that i picked up is is uh, which is very cool is is bringing in different experts along the way and realizing that this is what you guys do and you're really good at this but we need we need all these other partners and and collaborators to come in so that we can you know take it to the next level for for example you know which is encouraging because you know unfortunately some of the experience that that I've seen within in fact of all sectors, not just the nonprofit sector, but is the reluctance to sort of bring on other partners or work with other organizations because there's there's a, there's very often an agenda there, you know, whether it's a funding agenda or what mm. you know, whatever it might be. But but mm. um, I think with, you know, and this is kind of what I wanted to chat to you a little bit as well. I think with the charity model as it is and and with the um, with COVID nineteen and, and that that charity funding pie is getting much smaller, you know, mm, um, mm, mm. and and so it's, it, there's a necessity to to work a lot closer with, with other partners and organisations, and um, so I just wanted to kind of get your get your thoughts thoughts on that.
1: Mm. Last year, I mean, last year we saw a lot of people struggling, a lot of people unemployed, a lot of people short paid, a lot of people on half pays, all that kind of stuff. But they were still willing to contribute. And that was an amazing thing that I saw. Um, Even people that were struggling were in some way trying to contribute. I know it's going to get tougher. I know it's going to get, you know, th- this year is going to, it's going to be difficult. I mean, we are having that, we were, our team were having that conversation this morning around funding and how do we do the things differently? I'm wearing a t-shirt, right? It's a, it's a Do More Friday yeah. t-shirt. And we, cool, yeah. we sell these t-shirts, <laughs> thank you. We sell these t-shirts at home stores and we're also going to be selling them online. And, and the idea with buying this t-shirt is to say, you buy this t-shirt for 270 bucks. It's a really nice, good quality t-shirt. But in the process, you feed a child for a month. So people, I, I believe people, you know, if, if you come with a charity mindset of, of give me money, people are like, mm, I've got a lot of other things that I need to do. You go to them and say, here's a t-shirt for 270 rand. You get a t-shirt, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you, you're also saying to your friends and mates, hey, I do more. Because I contribute and I I, I, I contributed and, and fed a, a, a child for a month, and you do good, so I think there's, a value, there's, there's a value
0: exchange as opposed to just just one-sided ask.
1: Precisely. So yeah. I I think going forward, I think there, you know, we we you know we as a foundation are pretty brave in terms of some of the stuff we do. We we really do push the boundary in terms of different thinking. We have a very fortunate, um, I, I, I report to a group of trustees. I see them four times a year. And within that, they give us the space to do whatever we need to do in order to accomplish our mission. So we are very fortunate and able to be able to do like crazy things. Um, two years ago, we did a sandwich thing. We said, you know, World Food Day coming up. How do we how do we get awareness around uh children and funding and eating and and a peanut butter sandwich is a perfect example how do we how do we okay so big deal peanut butter sandwich but how do we make it exciting so we said well let's break a world record for the most number of sandwiches made in an hour at the time we were like oh my goodness we, we are biting off too much yeah and and we did it we did it we we beat yeah. the world record a mile um and and so as an organization we 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 do think differently i mean i think i think uh Going forward, it, I mean, if you think about this, like if you if you had a choice between two brands and you knew that that brand contributed to supporting feeding, it didn't cost you more to buy it versus another brand, which one did you buy? Mm. So the opportunities like that, that you, you're not asking a consumer to fork out money. You just ask them to make a brand choice between yeah. two, not costing you more, but you actually ultimately end up supporting um. young children so I think I think organizations are going to have to think cleverly have to think differently have to work you know with um you you leverage partnerships leverage relationships it's all about relationships at the end of the day and so leverage those kinds of those kinds of things and again we we do that as an organization again linked to suppliers that we work with etc I think just 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 on that, also what makes us a little different um again is we we are linked to a big foods company. So we are completely separate nonprofit, but we are linked to a foods company. And I think with the big foods company and other potential funders understand that we have we have structures which we borrow from them. We have governance structures. So if they are providing us funds. It 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 will be accounted for correctly, and I think that's a that is a big concern within our country. Is like where are, where is our money Where's going? Where is all the money going? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: exactly. So you know where where you where where you do have trust in an organisation, you can see. I mean, we we are pretty active on social media just to share kind of what we're doing. So where you can see that, where you are seeing results through through a foundation, where you know that there's good governance. Um, you know there are structures in place in order to manage that, and um, I think then you 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 can you can ask people. And I, it's, I'm not saying it, I'm I'm by no means saying it's easy because it's not, um, yeah. and it's a struggle that we we're going to have to deal with this year. But it's a struggle we are going to fight, and it's a struggle that we are going to endeavor to overcome, which is around getting more funding in because. The issues remain and they are critical right now, which is around food. Food insecurity in our country is horrendous. Yeah. I think,
0: I think, you know, I think a lot of it comes down to, which is something that you guys I've seen are very good at, is is social credibility in terms of like and and it starts from it starts from, you know, this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, this is how we're doing it. And you're constantly providing that information, and eventually, what happens is from that from that content, and that story that you're constantly telling, like you you showing, like we we're creative, we're coming up with really good ideas. This is why we're different. These are the cool mm-hmm. things we're doing. These we're setting yeah. these you know huge targets, and um yeah. And and we're reaching them, and sometimes we might fall a little bit short, but that's cool because we we've come up with a bigger target here. You know what I mean? Like, so so it's 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 ambitious, and 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 eventually, what happens is, is that you know it might start off pretty small, but you you gain momentum. You know, you gain momentum with that story and what's happening, and and that's infectious. You know, people buy into it. So that when yeah. you do ask people to get involved and buy the T-shirt, for example, or whatever it is, people go, you know what? I've been following these guys for six months or whatever it might be. They're constantly yes. trying to do more. Um, mm-hmm. they've, they've got some crazy ideas. They've got this thing going on now. Um, you know, like it's really simple to get involved. You know, in terms of like your donations and and how you get involved. You know, you've got all the platforms set up and that kind of thing. It's a couple of clicks in your you, you know it's, it's coming off your accounts whatever it might be so so having that that digital presence um that sort of ticked off makes it a lot easier to be able to get that funding and 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 the, yeah. you know and that's and that's what i've seen um it's such a difficult thing for a lot of organizations to get right because because it's a catch-22 you know what i mean you need to you need to potentially have that resource or, or whatever it might be, but but at least at least you you know with the power of um, you know social media that we have now and, and smartphones and that you can if you constantly just plug in away at that at that story, eventually it, it will hook on and it does gain momentum, momentum quickly yeah. and and exactly. I mean that's why you know a lot of the stuff you guys are doing you 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 creating your own. Uh, I think Cara's doing. Um, the, there's an ECD podcast that she's interviewing with a whole bunch of people and experts yes, and yes, thought yes. leader experts and that kind of thing. And, yes. and that builds social credibility and, and mm. sets, you, um, sets you as a thought leader in that particular sector. Mm. You know? so, mm. so people are naturally drawn to, to that organization or like yourselves because they know, okay, if we're going to give some money to these guys, it's going to go to the right places there's going to be an impact and they can account for it and they can, they can tell us this is what, what's happened, you know? Um, and I think that's, that's critical, you know, in, not just in a, from, from a nonprofit's point of view, but just any organization really, you know? Um, uh, yeah. So I think it's, I think it's bodes well for, for, for you guys for the future.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I I do want to add though, um, I mean, there's no way, we could accomplish everything that we do without my amazing team that I have supporting yeah. me, right? So I, I, I do. I mean, you mentioned Cara, but we—I have a whole, yeah. You know, I, I say a whole team. I, I think there's twelve people in our team, so we're really small. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, we we accomplish an incredible amount, but it's our partners that we have that enable us to do so much more. You know. So we we. We, we are able, we are connected enough to be able to you know, connect with the right people to do that work. Mm. Um, but I just, I, I just wanted to say, you know, we, I, I do have a seriously incredible team. Um, it's like, we, we're in this together and we kind of co-created our new kind of thinking of where we want to go. And the entire team is part of that. And uh, we've got some really, really amazing people. So yeah, I'm very thankful for that.
0: Good, man. So Warren, I don't want to take up too much of your, more of your time, but, um, no you know, if people do want to get involved and, and um, any of the upcoming campaigns, maybe you want to just sort of mention and um, just give them a heads up. So uh, just keep an eye out for.
1: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we we continue to work in the communities that I mentioned earlier. Uh, we are continuing our fundraising campaign in, in, in order to feed young children across South Africa. Um, we are are uh, you know and, and as you say we've got the platform so if anyone goes onto our website um moreorgza um or they can find us on facebook uh they can very easily click into various links and see how they can contribute and there's a whole lot of different ways that they can contribute um but yeah i mean if if anyone would like to contact us either our facebook or support at do more.org.za we will, re- we will respond to that um, or connect with us via Facebook or connect with me personally it's absolutely fine on Facebook as well no problem
0: cool Warren thanks so much for your time and uh, and all the very best for for the year ahead I'm, I'm looking oh, forward to you. seeing how, how things move along
1: yeah No. thank you and, and thanks uh, thanks for giving us this opportunity
0: no it's an absolute pleasure man love what you guys thanks have. Greg thanks I thank you
1: cheers, cheers. Bye bye
0: yeah.